This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There comes a time in everyone's life. When talk is cheap and it's time to show up. To get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to Astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. And greetings from Minute Maid Park, where tonight the Houston Astros wrap up their three-game series with the Kansas City Royals. This is the rubber game of this three-game set as the Royals picked up a 12-2 win over the Astros yesterday. George Springer won for two with an RBI. Alex Bregman had a home run, but the Astros saw their win streak end at three games as the Royals ended a two-game skid. Astros 21-15, first in the AL West, three games ahead of Seattle. Royals 13 and 24, their last in the AL Central, 10 and a half behind Cleveland. It's time for today's pitching matchup, brought to you by Houston Methodist, the official health care provider for the Houston Astros. Houston Methodist leading medicine. Brad Peacock on the mound for the Astros, coming off a rough one his last time out against the Twins. Yeah, the thing you worry about after having to cover six innings out of the bullpen is to have back-to-back rough ones, right? Yeah. So you need some length out of Brad Peacock in this game, and hopefully, hopefully he, can, he can provide that. You got to throw a lot of strikes. A lot of these hitters for the the Royals have a lot of speed. They're trying to put the ball in play and and put pressure on you. So to get ahead on the count and then be able to expose and get these guys to chase is going to be paramount. Jorge Lopez, right-hander on the mound for the Royals, an ERA north of five. His last three starts in particular, he's he's really had a rough time. He has, you know, but he's got really good stuff, and I think the Royals are very happy he's in their organization. Got him from the Milwaukee Brewers, but uh, he has good stuff. He's got a chance to be a nice major league player, but uh, he runs into trouble, starting to hang some sliders from time to time. His curveball's a a decent pitch. His fastball has plenty on it, but he's just not consistent enough yet. Keys to the game brought to you by Honda. Visit your local Greater Houston Honda dealers for great deals on all models, official sponsor of the Houston Astros. Well, this Royals team was able to really take it to the Astros last night and it was a little different game from what the Royals have done they rely a lot on their speed last night they were able to rely on the long ball particularly the two grand slams yeah you know it was just one of those games and it doesn't happen to this Astros team very often but just uh, unopportunistic as far as making good pitches at the right time that the Royals took advantage of Uh, you tip your cap but but sometimes those games are a little easier to live with in some of the games when they're a little closer. So the Astros have forgotten about it already, and hopefully they can win this series with the win today. Coming up next, we'll have the Manager's Show presented by Waste Management. And a little later, we'll hear from Dr. David Chu of Houston Methodist talking about Stroke Awareness Night. But now this from your local station. What's even easier than hitting a home run into the Crawford boxes? Deep to left field, and you can kiss that goodbye into the Landry's Crawford boxes. How about cracking open a delicious Crawford box? Carbox Crawford Bach pairs perfectly with peanuts, stadium dogs, and a good seventh inning stretch. Plus, a portion of the proceeds from each beer goes to the Astros Foundation to support community initiatives. So root, root, root for the Astros with a cold Crawford Bach this season. How about the Houston Astros? 
Now, a visit with the manager. Brought to you by Waste Management for environmental solutions that deliver economical savings. Go to thinkgreen.com. Well, AJ, nobody really wants to talk about yesterday's ball game. Those things happen. What's more challenging, managing a major league team or being the, the parent of two teenage girls? Um, I would say uh, the parenting of two teenage girls offers more consistent challenges. We win more games <laughs> than the games that like that happened like last night. So, um, but you know, in, in all in all seriousness, it's it's easier to really bounce back from that game than it is that tough, excruciating one run loss where you had opportunities and just missed out. I mean, they came in and, and really just beat us two grand slams in one game. That doesn't happen very often. We don't give up those kind of runs very often. Yeah. Um, that game's pretty easy to wash away and get to the get to the series deciding game today. Give me an example of a really tough loss for you. Is that is it when somebody makes a mental mistake that costs you a game or something like or non hustle? No, I mean earlier this season, you know, we've had a, a couple of losses and it's and it's funny we you know are six or seven games above five hundred and we feel like we could be better and um, those are first world problems, high class problems yeah. when you're complaining about being that far above five hundred, but. The games where we've left double-digit guys on base and then you lose by one or two, it's it's losing out on opportunities. You're going to run into some pitching at this level that just beats you. Or you're going to run into some some offenses that, like the Twins the other day, they just they just swung the bat very well. Yeah. When you have opportunities and it's missed, it feels like it's your fault. It feels like you're the you're the team that that cost yourself the win. Those are those are hard to sleep after. When that happens, you leave like two or three guys on base in the second or third inning, or you're always thinking, "Oh man, I hope yeah, that doesn't." Yeah, I hope it's not the time. And and it felt like that the other night when we won uh, the first game of this series. You know, we scored one run in the first, one in George's homer, one run in the second, but we had opportunities. Yeah. One run in the third, we had opportunities. And you started to feel that, and then you lose the lead when Garrett gave up the homer to Dozier, and and uh, or, I'm sorry to to uh, to Dozier and to Mondesi. It was. I immediately go back to those innings prior to that, where you're like, we've got five guys left on base in the last three innings, and it starts to eat at you a little bit. How quickly do you try to plan the rest of the game out when your when your starter struggles like uh, Colin did yesterday? Well, when when Colin was uh, when the game was was. Um, they had separated a little bit. I wanted to make sure we got a few innings out of them. I didn't want to empty our bullpen because we have the games. The game today, we have the four games straight against the Rangers and then three more games straight against the Tigers. So you're, I'm managing the, the game that day, but I'm also managing the rest of the week. And, yeah. and when Colin couldn't get out of the next inning, you start to, to piece it all together. But even yesterday at 8 nothing. Um, as weird as it sounds, we're still in the game. We had an opportunity to have a bigger inning. It was going to take a jolt, a three-run homer, a four-run inning to get us back into the game. But we, uh, we only came up with a one run in, in the inning, and, um, and then they hit the grand slam following us scoring, and then it's 12-1. to 1. You stop chasing the win. Yeah, I took out Brantley. I took out Bregman. I, I brought in Tyler White to yeah. pitch, um, and you move on to the next day. And I noticed you saved Josh James for today, tomorrow, or whenever you need him. You still have a long guy. Right. I wanted to create some length there. And Devo can come back and pitch today. Framber's really the only guy that's not going to pitch. And um, and we have our bullpen ready to go. And certainly the bullpen we win with uh, on most nights, Osuna, Presley, Harris, um, you know, are all raring to go. Rundown's ready to go. So we have plenty of pitching. Keeping James out of it, I didn't want to burn James and Valdez in the same game, which is why Tyler pitched the ninth. Are you surprised that the Royals – record isn't a little better than it is right now. I mean, that, looking at their lineup, man, it's hard to get through those guys. Yeah, they've got speed. They've got a little bit of power. They, they, they've got some balance. Um, you know, I, obviously, they've, they've run into some tough luck. I know their bullpen has struggled holding their leads, and they've had a hard time um, outside of Ian Kennedy. They, much of their bullpen has been beat up a little bit. So 
Um, when that happens, it, it, you know, the, the offensive side, we always look at teams. You look at the offensive side. You said it first. It's a hard lineup to get through. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's two ways. There's, there's two sides to, to every story, and I think the pitching, you know, for them has been their biggest challenge and, and, and certainly something we want to exploit today. What do you want to see out of Peacock? He struggled a little bit, a little bit back and forth, but when he's good, he's really good. He is. We, he needs to pitch inside to these guys. They're, they're, they're pretty comfortable out over the plate when they put the ball in play, especially to the opposite field. Um, we can see what happened. They use the middle of the field very well, and in order to get somebody to be a little more pull conscious or beat him with fastball, you got to pitch him in. So, um, if Merrifield uses the middle of the field, if Mondesi uses the middle of the field, if, if Hamilton hits the ball in the middle of the field, they can they can turn those easily into doubles and triples. We've seen that um, over the last couple of games. So, um, fastballs will be very important to him, and that will set up his off speed. Seems like when we were playing, we we would have a meeting about once a month, and somebody, whether it's the pitching coach or the manager, would come into the pitchers' meeting and say, "We've got to start pitching inside a little bit more." Do do you have to do that? Uh, not really. I mean, I, I think we our guys are pretty good at adjusting and 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 finding a way. Yeah, we individualize it a little bit more than back in the day when you'd have more of a team approach. Um, it's specific pitchers need to do it. Colin McHugh needs to do it. Brad Peacock needs to do it. The guys that rely heavily on off speed need to establish some some uncomfortableness in the uh, in the hitter, and that's, and that's often that fastball in. All right, man, good luck tonight. Thanks, Mark. And welcome back. Robert Ford, pleased to be joined by Dr. David Chu, stroke neurologist at the Houston Methodist Neurological Institute, medical director of the Houston Methodist Eddie Skurlock Stroke Center. Big title, but it's all for a very important cause. It's, it's Houston Methodist Stroke Awareness Night at the, at the ballpark tonight, and Stroke, obviously, a, a very serious issue uh, in society, and, and it's pretty prevalent. There, there aren't too many people who don't know someone, a loved one, a friend, who hasn't been been touched by, by stroke in some way. Yes, I think you're absolutely right about that, Robert. And, you know, on average, one American dies from a stroke every four minutes, fifth leading cause of death and the leading cause of serious long-term disability in the United States. First of all, let's talk about recognizing a stroke. What are, what are some things, some signs of of someone possibly having a stroke that people need to be aware of the cardinal symptoms of a stroke are sudden onset of weakness or numbness on one side of the body or sudden trouble with speech or sudden loss of vision on one side and those are the symptoms to recognize because as we're going to be talking about we need to get immediate intervention if we're going to reverse some of the effects of a stroke so it's really about getting someone to the hospital as quickly as possible because that can really have a big impact on on their outcome from from having a stroke? It can literally be life-saving or save you from a lifetime of disability. So now let's talk about this acronym FAST, the FAST method. What do those letters stand for and what does that mean when it comes to identifying a stroke? So if you think someone is experiencing a stroke, so there are sudden onset of neurological symptoms, this is a uh, kind of a protocol that you can go through. Uh, FAST stands for face, arm, speech, and time. So, uh, you know, you can play amateur neurologist uh, and do an examination, uh, have the individual smile and see if there's a um, droop of one side of the face. So that's the F part of it. Then you could ask the individual to hold up their arms in front of them for at least five to ten seconds and see if they can maintain that posture. And if there's a drift of one of the arms, then you have an indication of weakness on one side of the body. and That could be a sign of an acute stroke. And then speech is easy to assess, but uh, if it's not a, a immediately apparent whether the patient's having uh, speech problems, then you can ask them to say a phrase. 
like it's a sunny day in Houston today. And you can see if their speech is slurred or if they're having difficulty coming up with the right words. And if you find that any of these uh, symptoms are present, then the last part of FAST is time because time is critical. As we've been talking about, time is brain. And as a matter of fact, in the typical stroke, the average stroke, two million brain cells die for every minute of delay of treatment. And we also, you know, nearly one in four strokes occur in people under the age of 65. And I think that's important to note as well because I think a lot of people think of this as, as something that happens to people who are much older. But uh, it, can, it can kind of strike it at any time, right? Absolutely. It can affect people who are, you know, children. It can affect young adults. Uh, there is uh, an epidemic of obesity and diabetes, and so we're finding an uptick in the incidence of stroke in, in younger people. But indeed, you know, age, older age, is a risk factor uh, for, for stroke, and other risk factors for stroke that are more treatable or modifiable are high blood pressure, diabetes, smoking, high cholesterol, and uh, a condition called atrial fibrillation, which is a type of irregular heartbeat. How much does heredity play a part in stroke? In other words, if, if you, you had a parent or a grandparent that suffered a stroke, does that increase the chances that that's something that you might go through? It does. I mean, stroke is not a condition like sickle cell disease or cystic fibrosis in that it's not determined by one gene. However, if you have a family history uh, of stroke, then your own personal risk of stroke is increased by that. And so, you know, it makes it even more important that uh, you know about the signs and symptoms and the treatable risk factors for stroke. What are some of the, the treatment options at Houston Methodist uh, that, that people have who are dealing with a stroke? Well, it's very important to know that we have some proven treatments that can limit the damage caused by a stroke. And these include what we call uh, thrombolytic uh, drugs or treatments that can dissolve the blood clot in a patient with a so-called ischemic stroke. That's a type of stroke that's caused by a blood clot. That accounts for about 90% of all strokes. And if we can do this within a very short period of time, we can significantly reduce the amount of damage caused by a stroke and reduce the disability and long-term you know, motor problems uh, uh, and, and uh, cognitive impairment that can occur from a stroke. We also have these methods now that include catheter-directed or so-called mechanical uh, clot retrieval. So we can do this minimally invasive type of surgical procedure, remove the clot, restore blood flow to the brain. Again, these are treatments that have to be done almost immediately in a stroke, have to be done within the first few hours. And for patients who have had a completed stroke, it becomes much, much more difficult than to deal with the effects of a stroke. We are at Methodist, however, um, doing a, a research study of patients uh, with chronic stroke, looking at magnetic brain stimulation, and we think that the results uh, are very promising. Oh, that's very good to hear. Dr. David Chu, stroke neurologist at the Houston Methodist Neurological Institute, medical director of the Houston Methodist Eddie Skurlock Stroke Center. Thank you so much for joining us. Always good to talk with you. You bet, Robert. It's good to be back. There comes a time in everyone's life when talk is cheap and it's time to show up to get back to the top and build a legacy. If we grind together, we can take it back. Our team. And our city. This is why we play. This is who we do it for. Take it back. For tickets, go to astros.com slash tickets or call 1-877-9-ASTROS. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.